You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A to see all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a future episode. Show notes for this episode can be found at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash ectopic, which is spelled E-C-T-O-P-I-C. I want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. This is the vitamin that I've been taking since before I got pregnant this pregnancy, and I just love everything about it. They use really high quality ingredients, and I'm really, really happy with it. And it is my number one recommendation for a prenatal vitamin. To check it out and get a promo code to save 25%, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. I also want to thank Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. Mommy Steps makes insoles specifically for pregnancy, and I've been wearing these for almost my entire pregnancy, and I'm a big fan. I really wish that I would have had these the first time around. To check these out, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash feet and use the promo code feet, that's F-E-E-T at checkout to save 20%. This week, I am responding to an email from April. Her email says, I am five weeks pregnant and have been having cramping in my lower right abdomen. Despite my protests of doing too many ultrasounds, my doctor insisted I go get blood work and an ultrasound due to the possibility of an ectopic pregnancy. As I suspected, it was too early for the tech to see much of anything. She did a regular and transvaginal. The good news is, it appears for now that the pregnancy is healthy. However, they can't rule out an ectopic pregnancy just yet and said I need another blood test and ultrasound. I requested to get the results of the blood test first to determine if the ultrasound is absolutely necessary. Long story short, can you please do a Q&A about ectopic pregnancy? Thanks for all your info. April, thank you for your email And I'm sorry, that sounds a little bit stressful that your doctor has some concerns about your pregnancy. Hopefully it's nothing. Just to fill anyone in who may be wondering why April might want to limit ultrasounds, I did cover that in a complete episode, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Some expecting moms choose to limit the number of ultrasounds based on some questions about their safety and overuse. Although I will say that ultrasounds do play an important role when they are medically necessary. And April, with something like an ectopic pregnancy or the possibility of that, that can be pretty serious. So I can understand why it's something that your doctor would want to keep a close eye on. So let's start with what an ectopic pregnancy is. When you get pregnant, the egg is fertilized, and then it should implant in the lining of the uterus. And this is necessary for the egg to survive and for it to grow. An ectopic pregnancy happens when the egg attaches somewhere else, outside of the uterus. And usually this is in your fallopian tube. Sometimes these are called tubal pregnancies. And 
It's also even more rare, but also possible for your egg to implant in your ovary or in your cervix, even in your abdomen, or maybe even in the scar from a previous cesarean birth. But the most common place is the fallopian tube. Unfortunately, there's no way to move the egg to your uterus or to implant it somewhere else. So your only option with an ectopic pregnancy is going to be terminating it. The big risk with an ectopic pregnancy and the reason that it's terminated is because as the egg grows, it can rupture the fallopian tubes or cause internal bleeding wherever it's implanted. And this can potentially be fatal for the mother. So this is something that can be really serious. And ectopic pregnancies are not that rare. They happen in about 1% to 2% of pregnancies. So there are a lot of different reasons why an ectopic pregnancy can happen. If you have an infection and your fallopian tube is inflamed, it could potentially create a blockage so that an egg traveling through that gets stuck. If you had scar tissue from a past infection or a past surgery, that could impede an egg from getting to your uterus. And sometimes fallopian tubes are just misshapen or they have growths or there's some kind of birth defect that prohibits that egg from traveling to the uterus. There are some risk factors that can put you at an increased risk for an ectopic pregnancy, and these include maternal age of over 35. As a side note, though, I am planning on an episode on advanced maternal age, which is what it's called when you are pregnant after 35. We're going to have to come up with a new name for that, but (laughs) that will be coming up in the beginning of next year. So I don't think that you need to be panicking if you are pregnant and in your mid 30s. Okay, so some other risk factors are if you had a previous ectopic pregnancy. If you have had pelvic or abdominal surgery, if you had pelvic inflammatory disease, which is a bacterial infection, this usually happens from untreated STDs like gonorrhea and chlamydia. Multiple induced abortions can increase your risk. If you got pregnant after having a tubal ligation, or if you got pregnant with an IUDN, not supposed to happen, right? But it, it will occasionally. Smoking is also going to put you at an increased risk for an ectopic pregnancy and endometriosis. And ectopic pregnancies also tend to be more common with fertility treatments or fertility medications. Let's talk about the symptoms of an ectopic pregnancy. And April, you said you were having some pain, a sharp pain that can come and go in your pelvis or abdomen. Or even a pain in your shoulder or neck can happen if you have internal bleeding and the blood is traveling up your diaphragm. Vaginal bleeding can also be a sign of an ectopic pregnancy. Some gastrointestinal issues and weakness, dizziness, or fainting. Usually an ectopic pregnancy is diagnosed with an ultrasound. And it can include tests that they'll run for HCG, which is commonly known as the pregnancy hormone, and your progesterone levels. So if it is determined that you have an ectopic pregnancy, you have a couple options depending on your specific situation, where the ectopic pregnancy is, and how far along it is. 
There is a medication called methotrexate that can be used, and it allows your body to absorb the pregnancy and hopefully save your fallopian tube if that's where it's implanted. And this is an injection that can be used if this is something that's caught really early. It is possible that you would have to have surgery to remove the ectopic pregnancy and to repair or even potentially remove the fallopian tube. And then after any treatment, your doctor's likely going to monitor your HCG levels just to make sure they go all the way back down to zero so they can make sure that everything has been removed and things go back to normal. One big question that people have after an ectopic pregnancy is about future fertility. And it is possible that this will affect future fertility. This is something that you should talk to your doctor about because it's really going to be dependent on the specifics of your ectopic pregnancy and what the outcome was. And keep in mind, you do have two fallopian tubes, so this usually doesn't mean that you cannot ever get pregnant again, but it may make things a little bit more challenging. And the last thing I want to mention is This is obviously something that you want to catch as early as possible to prevent some serious complications. But I also, I don't want to downplay the fact that an expecting mom who has an ectopic pregnancy has to cope with the loss of that pregnancy. And that can be really heartbreaking. My heart goes out to any expecting parents that have had to deal with this. And April, I am keeping my fingers crossed that you don't have to cross that bridge. Please let me know what the outcome is, and I'm sending you some positive thoughts for a healthy pregnancy. You can see any notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash ectopic. I hope that you are enjoying the weekly Q&A episodes, and if you have a question that you would like me to answer, you can submit it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q and A. I want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. This is the vitamin that I've been taking since before I got pregnant this pregnancy, and I just love everything about it. They use really high quality ingredients, and I'm really, really happy with it. And it is my number one recommendation for a prenatal vitamin. To check it out and get a promo code to save 25%, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. I also want to thank Mommy Steps for their support of this episode. Mommy Steps makes insoles specifically for pregnancy, and I've been wearing these for almost my entire pregnancy, and I'm a big fan. I really wish that I would have had these the first time around. To check these out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and use the promo code feet, that's F-E-E-T at checkout to save 20%.